What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle cough! Hey, behave! this podcast on a Tuesday as we watch the NBA playoffs, John, but that doesn't tell anybody what time we're doing this podcast. No, it doesn't. They go, uh, is this the, is this the highest level basketball tournament in the history of the sport of basketball in terms of talent, in terms of just level of play? How is it different than any other playoffs? What do you mean? Well, but I'm talking about like a tournament that's just kind oh, of enclosed, right? You're you know, just the playoffs NBA. are going back and forth. Right, They're right. at arenas. I'd say the NCAA tournament is typically the highest. Probably some pretty high like YMCA games with former players. But this in a bubble, no fans, just players. Yeah, has to be the greatest basketball tournament that's ever been played. I saw I, somebody I, on Twitter the other day tweet out a photo of like the Oakland. Uh, you know, pick up like uh, pick up league champions from like 1991. You know, it was like a team photo, <laughs> and it was Jason Kidd, Gary Payton, Antonio Davis were three of the players on that team. I saw that too. Did I tell you the other day that like a couple weeks ago was that Italian food in uh, Walnut Creek, just eating outside, and Antonio Davis was sitting right there? Yeah, you did. I mean, it was massive, huge. Wanted to give him a little fist bump, but you know, Corona elbow couldn't. hit him with an elbow. No. Not big on bothering people. Saw yeah. walked by uh, Sunday. Went to pick up like dinner, just a salad. Who's sitting there is Andre Ward. We kind of give each other the eye. Not that he recognized me, but then when I walked out, I'm like, you know, I like I like giving a guy support, you know, but not mm-hmm. bothering him. Like, mm-hmm. hey, bro, or I said, hey, champ, uh, big fan. And as I didn't break stride though, and we just kind of gave each other the nod. You know, I didn't I didn't bother him, but yeah. I just like to give like. I'm a fan, even though I don't watch his fights, but I do just, I like the guy from everything I've... You want him to appreciate that you appreciate him, but you appreciate him so much you're not going to bother him. And then, as I got home, I just typed him in. I guess he had made some comments. Did you know that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. are fighting pretty soon? Yeah. He's like a part of the fight, and I guess some promoter had talked shit about the fight, 
and Andre Ward had said, like, that guy needs to stay in his own lane and shut his mouth, if I could have said something, I would have been like, hey, champ, because fighters love to be called that, like, yep. hey, champ. Hey, champ, should I put some money on Mike Tyson? Because I, I did read that he's in phenomenal shape, but then I also read that Roy, Roy Jones, who I don't think has in bad shape either, has been fighting in, like, Russia, like the equivalent of, like, pickup fights. But, like, I mean, they're not, like, brawl. You know, they are. You wear gloves and stuff, but, like, staying sharp. Mm-hmm. You know? It, it'd be like uh, I watch Ernie Els on the Champions Tour. Like, just keeping, you know, iron sharpens yeah. iron. So I, I, I was saw some tweets, like, just don't think Mike Tyson's going to knock this guy out. Well, I do know that Tyson's in great shape because have you seen the Shark Week promos with him in them? Uh, well, guy, I DVR'd it and watched. He looks incredible. Well, the guy that's taking him to see the Sharks is like some former Navy SEAL that got his arm blown off. So, I mean, just it's an intense little hour on television. A lot with going on. Tyson, some Sharks, SEALs, <laughs> literally <Sounds> SEALs, <laughs> you know. So much to watch if you're couch bound, enjoying everything, do it with ease. Or if you're not couch bound, do it with ease.com promo code ham on demand cannabis delivery ease.com promo code ham get you 20 bucks off your first delivery you might be thinking well i've already used ease before or i'm currently an ease user we got something for you too i used it last night guy i typed in ham and the number 10 for users that have already used our promo code ham they get you 20 dollars off a purchase of 50 dollars or more I got some uplift gummies and I got some unwind gummies and they have it. It's really easy to search. You just go to ease.com and you search their menu. It's easy. They deliver it to your house like Uber Eats uh, and you just use the promo code ham. But if you've already used the promo code ham and you use ham 10, you get 10% off your order. Couldn't be any easier. Plus you support the podcast, which we appreciate. Plus you support the podcast, which we greatly appreciate and we want to stay in business and we stay in business with partners like ease and then we help them out by you guys using their promo codes. Something so it's just, for everybody. It's a, it's a huge, it's like the cycle of life, it right? Is. They talk it's about the Lion King. ecosystem we got here. Yeah, it's, it's the ecosystem it's of the podcast It's the circle business. of life. God, it's a great movie. It's a great soundtrack. Um, really is. 21 or over. Pennsylvania. How'd I hate it all? <laughs> Another one of my favorite songs. Probably yeah, promo my code favorite hand. song that I know no words to. Yeah, me too. Just sounds. <laughs> it, Ease.com, promo code hand. I tell you what. You get a little ease.com promo code ham or ease.com promo code ham 10 and go uh, Lion King soundtrack. And I don't know. I, I assume they had a soundtrack on the second Lion King that came out. I don't know. I watched it. Did you watch it? The second Lion King? I, I have not seen the second Lion pretty King. Good. You know, not bad if you're just, that was like an early Corona, pretty bored yeah. order. Good music. Not, Same I mean, music, I assume. Yeah. It's just, you know, much higher level. The uh, just the visual, the yeah. the whole production I, of the movie. I remember Same reading soundtrack. a while ago the reason Disney and Disney has known this for a long time why they come out with they reboot a movie every twenty years is you just capture a new you capture the young kids whose parents watched the first version and now you get the kids again with the second version and it makes a lot of sense right well then why wouldn't they come out with like The Rock too. You know, or just some movies but like that. But I guess that. movies do, like... Uh, uh, Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2, but, but um, you know, movies get remade, like the uh, Lady Gaga uh, movie, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. That was a One remake. Sh- One Shining Moment or... Uh, a Star is Born. Uh, Star is Born, yeah, Star is Born. One Shining Moment gets re-recorded every two years, for sure. Though. But I'm talking about something that, like, Commando with Arnold's... You know, Top Gun is a good example. Top Gun's a perfect example, yeah. Top Gun's... Now, that was... 
85, I mean, it's a long time. I mean, we're talking 35 years. Yeah. I mean, we're talking multiple generations, yeah. potentially. Yeah. You got to wait. Can't overdo yeah, it. Good flick. I, I ran into, when I was with Papa and Lund at the Super Bowl, Miles Teller is, I think, t- uh, Tom Cruise in this movie. Like, he's technically playing that part, like the star of the new Top Gun. Okay. And he, you know, they were there at the Super Bowl promoting it, and they came over him, this other ripped actor, and the hot babe in the movie. I mean, they, they were actually really cool. I think Miles Teller is a Philly guy or something. He's a big sports fan. He's a PA guy. I, I have always thought that Miles Teller was John Cusack's son. I, I honestly. Looks I, just I, like I, him he, to me. He'd be the type guy that you just, if you're kind of cool guy, you know, in your 30s, you see this young actor, like, that guy's kind of a, a douche. And then you, and then just being around him really quickly, I was like, ah, oh, this guy's pretty likable. Really? I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a fan of him. I've, no, I've, what, what else has he been in? I Was he in the Transformer guy? No, that's, uh... No, he's not the transformer. Uh, that's guy. That's someone, what's his he, name. he was. It was he that, in the that's wrestling Shia movie? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's maybe I had him pigeonholed in my mind as the wrong guy. I I, I like Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Uh, what else was he in? Uh, Whiplash. Yeah. I mean, that's thank that you for your good. service. Did not see that. God. What? What? I'd say Whiplash kind of put him on the map. He was in a Footloose reboot. So there's now we've crossed over. I mean, he's basically our age. You know, he's in his early 30s. Says he's six foot. Oh, War Dogs. That's where I know him from is War Dogs. War Dogs, fantastic. Is that with, what's his name? The Uh, big guy? Yeah, with... uh, uh, The dude that plays... Jonah Hill. uh, Yeah, Billy Bean's right-hand guy. Yeah, Jonah That that movie's really good. Paul D. Podesta, not really. Um, He's been been in some good movies. Yeah. Okay, ease.com, promo code ham. Yeah. Up Up and down the state, throughout the country. They got it all. They do. Uh, podcast also brought to you by DraftKings. As of this recording, when you sign up at DraftKings, use the promo code HAM, uh, you get a free shot at a million bucks. Um, as of this recording, we've got a few spots left in our PGA game this week. We'll have a um, NBA game later in the week. To get in, though, you want to go to my Instagram. Do you have it on in your Instagram linked? The I do, league. yes. Yes. Go to our Instagrams, click on the link. That doesn't get you in our game. It does get you in our league. And when you're in our league, now you're automatically invited to any game. We have our own Haberman and Middlecoff uh, clubhouse, or whatever it's called, and you see all the active games that are there so you can join one. How many members we got in the league right now? The league is now 50? up to like 150, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're growing. I, I think we could be at like 350 by uh, – by Football playoffs? That would be I mean, football not playoffs. football playoffs. We got three weeks. Yeah, I, mean, I, meant, I meant football week one. We have golf playoffs this week. So I'm telling you, the next couple weeks for golf, loaded fields. A lot of this guy named Eldrick Tiger Woods. I guess he could get bounced out as they break down fields, right? He technically could get, if he doesn't make the cut this week, and a bunch of guys that are behind him. Because didn't you say tell me yesterday he was 50th? And they're going to go from, from 125 to to 75 so who knows like he's got to play he can't just shit the bed this week depending on who behind him plays well uh but it's a loaded field i've had more people dm me guy DraftKings app download it promo code ham that say listen i haven't been that huge of a golf guy but i've played the last couple weeks and it's exhilarating and it really is because if you watch it on saturday or sunday every time your guy comes up there's no better feeling than watching like your guy on a par five hit the fucking green in two. You're like, oh, I got an eagle, I got an eagle putt coming up, right? And there's no worse feeling than seeing your guy 
hit it out of bounds. Well, like, uh, here's a, let's go to John Rom. Here he's a, this chip is for double bogey. You're like, holy shit, I'm screwed. I would say for me, just almost as good as seeing your guy hit a good shot is knowing who's around you with the other players who are around you, who they have and who you are rooting against is also exhilarating. Watching yes. a guy who you're rooting against just spray a drive or miss a birdie putt feels fantastic. It it's it's taken my golf watching to a whole other level as a hardcore yeah, golf watcher. It, it's it's a it's a roller coaster ride because it can, it can make like I would be locked into this tournament. I did keep an eye on the Wyndham even as my team was out. I'm like, could I make a late run? I know. And then you just realize you just kind of watching scores. Uh, uh, plus, we've got so yeah. now high, all these games are high level. The way golf has been to me is not the way regular season sports are for like the NBA in particular, right? Where guys take nights off or guys don't try as hard golf these guys are all been trying to get in the playoffs for the last month so now we've got nba playoffs if you're into hockey hockey playoffs have started you are getting everybody's best every night and so DraftKings has you covered there as well getting nba team together um i think a huge advantage for golf is fantastic like football like in football you know if a guy's healthy you're gonna get all he has that sunday now he might not have a good game or whatever but he'll just lay it on the line for you if a guy enters a tournament, he might play shitty, but you're going to get his best effort, right? Like, I had Justin Rose, who was shot like five over the first day in the Wyndham. He shot like four under the next day. Like, and he, he may miss the cut, but he gained me some points. It's like, you know what? I appreciate the guy's late effort. So, I, golf is really fun. You're right. Football, basketball. I mean, we got, we got games going on right now. We got the Bucks playing. Uh, DraftKings, download the app, promo code. You, and you just part of this is getting in our game so that you're ready to roll when uh, when football rolls around, you know? Exactly. Do it. Get on it. Do it now. Have you seen this best ball thing they just launched, too? No, I have not. What's that? Uh, so I guess it's a 20-player team in a snake draft, and they do have, if you love multiple week kind of uh, tournaments, Mm-hmm. They do have now something called best ball, which is new, which will go for multiple weeks in football. You still have the classic only a weekend daily fantasy, but you can get a longer run tournament if you want a little more build up. I prefer daily Whoa. fantasy. So do you. So but it's all there. Yeah. Something for everybody. Promo code ham gets you a million dollars uh, in prizes throughout the week. All right, John, uh, are you getting concerned about all the 49ers injuries? They seem to be slowly stacking up here with basically three weeks until the season starts. I'm not a. Uh, I don't. I don't have a chart in front of me. But I, would it be uh, an educated guess if I went out on a limb and said it feels like the Niners lead the league in injuries over the last four year stretch? Because guy, they had. It felt like the last two years. I guess before they made the Super Bowl run, historic amount of injuries with Kyle and John when they first got there. They fired. And listen, it's in the NFL. There's always a fall guy, as Chris Carter once said. And it was the Niners, it was multiple. It was doctors, it was training. They blew out the whole fucking thing. And there is a randomness. And I don't even, randomness is the wrong word. It's football. Guys get hurt, right? Like you, you make a tackle, you just might break a bone or dislocate a shoulder or pull a hammy sprinting. So that's, I don't, it's, you, you've been around coaches forever. I've been around, it's so easy to be like, what is the strength staff doing? I don't know the same lifts they've been doing forever. It's not some guys just pull hamstrings, right? But 
they've had a little stretch here where Jalen Hurd, back-to-back years, went down. He's a third-round pick. Debo wasn't necessarily on their watch, though it does feel like they kind of controlled the uh, the environment in the sense of what the players were doing at the impromptu workouts led by Jimmy Garoppolo. There's no doubt in my mind that Kyle was leading the script. But, again, he got hurt running. He broke his foot. But that's a that's a pretty big injury. Uh, Kwan Williams, who is one of the more underrated players in the league because he's just a nickel corner, but... While he's not, quote-unquote, the starter because he's not an outside guy, he's the Niners' second-best corner, and he's he's a physical player. He That position now, when you say in the NFL, like... You rush the passer like, sometimes? Wouldn't it be used to be like a throwaway, like, who's your slot receiver? Like Totally. I, who, well, who's you, your slot receiver now the, is kicking your ass. And to me, the first guy that... He's not the first guy. Carlos Rogers was one of the guys, remember, when the Niners got him for those great defenses, was like, this is what... You want this is a slot cornerback. He was highly drafted. He was not a shutdown outside guy, but he was an elite nickel corner, right? Elite. What's well, hard, guy? You're playing in little spaces. You got quick little guys, but now you'd say it's not just the West Walkers and Edelmans. You, you get like Kelsey lines up there sometimes. Uh, you know, Mike Evans. Like all these guys are getting shifted and motioned. It's not just a throwaway little white guy in the slot. Court mobile quarterbacks are now part of your awareness all the time. One thing I learned when I was in the NFL, they're a huge part of your run defense because a lot of times when teams see you go to nickel, they go, Peyton Manning, classic, run it down their throat because they have a linebacker off the field. Well, Kwan Williams is a great run Painter, supporter painter, he's, painter, he's a, painter. He's a physical SOB. Means draw play. I learned that this week. It's <laughs> um, a good bull. Well, I mean, remember Jimmy Ward last year? Remember his injury, John? Again, this fits the bill. This is not some weird... It was an unpadded practice. He broke his collarbone. I don't know how many collarbones have been broken in unpadded practices, but it's not many. Happened to Jimmy Ward. Here's the other thing. D. Ford, Quan Alexander, not K1 Williams, but Quan Alexander. These are two guys who have extensive injury histories, right? So this is I, – I do think it's fair to say if you're the Niners a Niners like fan, their injured guys. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they take some flyers on some – not flyers, but, I mean, they sign guys that are injured. Well, when they sign Quan Williams, like he – Remember, he had a torn ACL when they signed him, right? Great signing. Yeah. But, well, but then he got hurt. But then he got hurt. I do he did think come it's back. it's fair to say you are just kind of holding your breath for the next three weeks to get to the NFL season if you're a Niner fan. And there's no guarantee that once the game starts, it's like, okay, we made it. Now we don't have to worry about injuries. We all know it doesn't work like that. But, you know, like K1 Williams is an example it's a grade one strain, quote unquote. That's good news. It's not that bad, but you don't have a lot of time. You don't want to get in a position where you rush him back too soon. You just you didn't practice all off season, right? These reps are important to get your speed locked in, correct? Yeah. Your first game of the year is against the Cardinals. What do they have? An explosive passing game, an explosive running. Uh, like it's it's not like you know we got some great looks at practice. For Kyler Murray from C.J. Beathard, if anything, to get ready for that game, I would imagine it's going to be a wide receiver on the practice squad playing Kyler Murray, right? But you got to be able to throw too. It's just there's not. It's impossible to get ready for him. You just have to be healthy, and you're going to need your team. You're going to need the fastest players on your team to be healthy for that game, right? It's not like a big heavy game. It's it's going to be a speed spread game. And the Niners, you'd say, like I, some of the, my memories last year, for as great as it was, was. He gave them massive problems. Now, it turned out he was rookie of the year 
you you couldn't help but like, oh, the Cardinals are on. I might take a peek at this yeah, game for sure. And he 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 gave a lot of people massive problems. But the Niners do have to play this guy twice, right? It's not just a one off game. Like he's a divisional opponent moving forward. And I I would say this season, just because of how weird it is, you never know a guy could get sick. The injuries could be weird. Like you can't just drop a random game that you aren't supposed to drop, right? This it's it's a big game given it's like if you said. Their first three games on paper don't look that hard, right? Jets, Giants, Cardinals. If I'm going to say they're going to start two and one, the one better be to one of the New York teams. You could live with that, right? On the road, New York, early, it's weird game. You that you do not want to lose the Cardinal game just for big picture divisional games, the divisional record sometimes the tiebreaker, even if it's against Seattle and stuff. That's that week one. I'm not calling it a must win or anything, but it's it's not a nothing game given it's a divisional opponent. No, and none of these games are because getting that one seed is there's only one one seed now. There's only right. I well, mean, party going thirteen one, and three last seed, year. But I just mean the buy now. There's only one of those buys. Yeah. See, to me, I, I don't focus in. I, you say that a lot. Like I, I can't really be like it's just going to be really hard to get. I know they got the one seed last year. And maybe, like, to me, that's a conversation once you get to late December. Who knows? Like, I, I just think it, it's just, is that really a goal? I mean, I know it is, but it's I just, just think, so no, hard. No, it's not so much about it being a goal. I just think it, it is a way to emphasize the fact that one game is going to make a big difference when it's all said and done, and you don't know which game it is. It doesn't mean you're going to go unbeaten. Which before, the, the difference between the one and the two was never that big a deal. Yeah. Right? You were always cool with being the yeah, two seed. Yeah, no, you're, you it's fair. I'm not saying week one, that's what we're talking about. I'm just saying... There will come a time where that is all we're talking about down the stretch of the regular season, and we'll look back and say, "Oh, that game mattered. That game mattered." Um, but yeah, you're right. You, I don't want to overemphasize it because. Whatever. But it's going to be a it's massive hard to, story. It's hard to get the two seed before two. It, we saw that last yeah. year. That was really difficult. But now you'd argue the two and the three seed aren't any different, right? Yeah, I. But but, so fair point. Um, I also think we've seen already. It's probably too much to say this because Jalen Hurd tore his ACL, but I've been saying this for several months. Based on the lockout year, there was an increase in Achilles injuries that year when teams came back. If you are the 49ers, and especially if you accept the premise that they were not going to have a quote-unquote hangover, at least mentally, and you and I both think that was not going to happen to them, they lost the Super Bowl, but they were inspired by how close they got, blah, blah, blah. Um, The biggest thing to stop anybody is is injuries slash COVID, right? I mean, it turned out Joey Bosa said that a couple weeks ago, like the team that stays that that does the best job with COVID is going to have the chance to win. And then we watched hard knocks and figured out that Joey was repeating something his head coach said. So it was a good, good job of coaching there, like player regurgitating what the coach said. Um, Going to be hard to tell in training camp because it is kind of a bubble and they're just going home. It'll, it'll change a little bit once the season starts, I think. uh, It's true, but COVID you can, control a little bit more than you can rant football injuries truly are like you can control i'm just not leaving the house doesn't mean you don't get it doesn't mean something weird doesn't happen whatever but but you can't control someone falling on your leg we've heard multiple coaches say this kyle shanahan has said this at some point we're just gonna have to play football and then all bets are off yeah well that and that's what with the pads coming on all around the league that's what's happening you saw yesterday gerald mccoy Tore his quad. Did you see the clip? Uh, he was just giving the guy a look for being an offensive tackle. The Ugh. dude stepped on his foot, Ugh. and it was just a. But it's just that's football. Like that guy has to stand there. That guy always stands there. You just rotate. 
in these one-on-ones, people pouring ha- hamstrings. Like, there is no avoiding it. Now, I haven't on the ticker yet seen a major Achilles injury. Which, uh, which ticker are you following? Just uh, the Roto World ticker I go to every day and just check the injuries. Uh, I, I'd say Jalen McCoy. Ticker, it just says uh, ease.com promo code. Jalen Hurd. Actually, Brandon Brooks for the Eagles, but he did that before training camp even started. I, it's inevitable. I mean, you just guys get hurt, right? There's nothing you can do. You just kind of keep your fingers crossed. And if anything, it happens in a game. It, to me, it's a huge kick in the dick when it happens. It's one thing in preseason games. To me, in this weird season, it's another thing just practicing against yourself leading up to the season. Right. But I think Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney would be like, happens to us all the time. Right, we lose a starter in training camp at in college, which now we're in the college model, right? Getting ready for the season, college like model. Alabama, without, you're every, saying because there's no preseason games, yeah. Yeah, Alabama to get ready for that season. I bet if you went to Alabama, you went to Ohio State, you went to you know Oregon, they have several really physical scrimmages. Like you can't just show up week one t- on a typical college season this year's, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's inevitable. Like you, you, you might just have a scrum, or even to me, it's just guys getting rolled up on, guys falling funny. You just get hurt playing football. There, there is no avoiding it. For whatever reason, it just feels like the Niners have more people to get hurt. They need to stop that. <laughs> yeah, my analysis. I agree. Time to talk about Marcus Mariota uh, and the Raiders. We talked about this on the last podcast because the league uh, was texting you. People in the league were texting you about the quote with John Gruden. Uh, salivating, it sounded like, over Marcus Mariota. Now, Vic, I think he said he had a dazzling day. Dazzling day. Dazzling. Yeah. Uh, Vic Tafer wrote this. This one comes with a bow on it for the aggregators. Not us, because we did not say this means Marcus is about to start. After Gruden said Marcus Mariota was dazzling Friday, there you go, he wrote this. Mariota looks a little stiff throwing the ball. Gruden mentioned how he was back from an elbow injury, but Mariota doesn't look comfortable and isn't getting the ball out very smoothly. He's had some nice runs that got Gruden excited, but the short throws aren't very pretty, while the longer ones have been hit and miss. Someone who watched Mariota with the Titans told me he was never a great practice player in Nashville, but still. Carr, meanwhile, always looks good in training camp, and he has been sharp. I know we're only five days of helmeted practices in, but I don't see any indication that Mariota will be pushing Carr anytime soon. Now, you and I have talked about this for a long time. I have said from the beginning, camp or no camp, Mariota's not beating Derek out. I think Derek's better, and he's got the advantage. When we talked about this on the last podcast, though, I don't think when we reacted to that dazzling quote, it wasn't about Mariota beating Derek out, right? It was more about there's no preseason. At some point, Gruden's going to want to see this guy in some way. It doesn't mean he's starting a game. But even after reading that, John, I still think Mariota's going to get on the field pretty early. Gruden's going to want to see him, especially if the rep on him is he's not a great practice player, but in the games, live bullets, that's when you get his best. Well, I think, for example, you look at the 49ers. There is no chance any other quarterback comes into the game but Jimmy Garoppolo, right, week one. They might have, like, direct snaps to uh, George Kittle or something, but G- Jimmy Garoppolo's the only Brandon Ayuk. Russell. Yeah, ran, yeah, exactly. Russell Wilson, the only quarterback. Like, you just go through the teams. This guy's playing. Week one. Like, I think it's a lock he's getting snaps. Even if it's... It, it might just turn out to be a couple quarterback runs. Or, like we talked about in the last one, maybe like a rollout pass. It's something that drives people, I think, with the Saints a little crazy. I get it if you're bringing Taysom Hill to just give a direct snap to run the Wildcat, but they bring him in sometime to pass. Right. It's always the argument of, like, 
You have one of the you have he passed Steve Young, I think the most accurate passer in the history of the league. Why would you take him out? And I think it's the argument with a guy like Derek, if he's if the game's going well, like you can't. It doesn't. It's always a pushback from both sides. Like obviously, if you're Marcus Mariota and you're dressed up, you want to play as much as possible. But if you're Derek, you wouldn't ever want to come out because you're going to feel you give yourself the best chance to succeed. And it's almost like it's a, you're in a weird spot because you're trying to win the game. You wouldn't root for Mariota to fuck up the play, but you would not want like the play to turn into him throwing like a 50-yard sweet pass that then would go viral and would get on the Red Zone channel and then really have everyone talking, right? So it's it's a hard balance, but I... I He's playing. If I if I gave you I gave you the under over under starts last time we talked. If I gave you over under snaps on offense week one at three and a half. I might go under. I might go like two or three snaps, right? I mean, three snaps doesn't sound like enough, and then you start getting into the game and you see how things unfold and so I'd probably go under on three. I definitely think we're going to see him. You, though. you you wouldn't feel good about that though, right? To me, wouldn't you say like well, three it depends. To what five? does Gruden think? I'm going to give him a series. Is that how he's thinking, or is he thinking? Well, I'd say like, if he's giving him a series, that's weird, right? That'd be very weird. But again, I think because we don't have a preseason, weird stuff's going to happen. And here's the other thing: unlike Breeze and Taysom Hill, like the argument with that is always well. What's better? We all know Breeze throwing the football is better than Taysom Hill throwing the football. Is Taysom Hill with the element of surprise better than Breeze throwing the football? I think most people would say no. And Sean Payton would say, well, some of this is about setting up something else. So it's not just about that individual play. These are complementary players, and we'll use them in a complementary way. Like you talked about the last time we – does Marcus Mariota do anything that Derek Carr isn't physically capable of doing? I mean, you would argue his story, he's just a better runner. But Derek's yeah. pre- like if you wanted to start just running Derek, he's athletic enough to do some of that stuff. But Derek but Derek does not run. It's not something he's comfortable doing Here's what Mariota thing. has been. Mariota is your backup quarterback. Yeah. It's also the argument why isn't Taysom if Taysom's so much better than if Taysom's a starting level quarterback, which we don't think he is, but if he is, then why isn't he the backup? Why is Teddy the backup? Why was Teddy the backup? Right? It's like yeah. unlike that, Mariota. So you're gonna we're gonna sprinkle because him in a when couple Drew because when Drew went down, they needed Teddy Bridgewater to be the full time starter. Which to right? Me was Taysom such an was argument not. against why would Taysom Hill be this like highly sought after free? He's not a quarterback. He doesn't throw I the agree. he doesn't throw the football. Well, I think he has six career passes, guys. So, but Mariota is the backup quarterback, right? So, are you? Yes. How much are you willing to sprinkle him in running the football? You're also saying I'm willing to. I'm putting my backup quarterback at risk here, even though I think my starter's good enough to remain my starter. I'd say a financial risk too, right? If he got hurt doing the plug and plays of just we gave him these two plays. Where Derek's still healthy, and you were to lose your seven and a half million dollar backup while he was just, you know, have his three snaps a game, that'd be a pretty big. Uh, th- that would hurt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Th- that that would really hurt. So that there is a. That's why Teddy Bridgewater. I'm sure he'd tell you like, he's just the backup quarterback. Now it was more black and white there because Teddy's not a runner. Right. There is an element here of, I'm throwing a different pitch. Like, he does bring a Taysom Hill element of Taysom runs, and he turns into, like, this running back slash, like, H-back. Right. Where Mariota, while he's not an H-back, but he is, like, an athlete, 
right? I mean, when you think, when, if I just ask the casual NFL fan, Marcus Mariota, what's the first thing you think about? I think most of them would say like, oh, runner, right? Athlete, runner, spread quarterback. Yeah. Just like, that's what he, he even though in theory he was drafted and the hype was he was this great passer and you always push back, watched him a ton, and I think most people probably listen to this podcast, watch a lot of Oregon games. But if you weren't super locked in, you would just look at the numbers. They were really good. He would miss a lot of wide open guys. Like he was not like Baker Mayfield coming out of college was a pinpoint passer, right? Burrow last year, pinpoint passer. I never to a pinpoint passer. I'd say Herbert and him were probably like Herbert gets nitpicked a little bit. Like, you know, he's a little sporadic. I think Marcus Mariota was the same. Herbert's just like the bigger, stronger version of Mariota, kind of. They really were more similar. Isn't it weird how you get labeled? Like Mariota was viewed as like Steve Young, and Herbert was viewed more as like this project, but I think Herbert was a better prospect coming out than Mariota. I, I really do, looking back, think Herbert, just big-picture prospect, a, when you factor in bigger arm, more to work yeah. with, more physical. Like difference. You, I've met Marcus a couple times. He's taller than you think. It, that's a sneaky thing with NFL quarterbacks. Mariota, like, yeah. I didn't know Mariota was six four and a half. He's huge, but he is thin. Herbert's he, he's not massive. Like, I don't think people, Herbert is humongous. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, I think Herbert's a better prospect. But but I think part of that more hyped. Just in a, part of that was that Marcus' hype was built off of production, right? Like he won a Heisman. He went to the college football. He went to the national championship game. Right, like it's, I, like it's a, it's a, bi- it's a it big deal too. I think for West Coast players, because you're not in the, and this is always the like thing Pac-12 people always fight, right? Like, we're not in the conversation enough. So when you become Liner, Reggie Bush, or Mariota, you feel like even more hyped, right? Like Burrow, or Tua, or Cam, they are just, they are college football. But like when the when the West Coast guy gets to throw his hat in the ring, it feels like it gets to be doubled down because sometimes, typically the that landscape, right, of the South and the Midwest don't always talk about us out here. So yeah. Mariota was getting talked about, or even McCaffrey, he becomes they become kind of like a superstar. Reggie and Liner were for sure, right? We're typically like Deshaun Watson or Cam Newton, like those guys just are the superstars of college football. When it happens to our guy out here, and Mariota really, I'd say, benefited and also kind of got dinged for this big picture, and it turned like dinged in the sense of like, why didn't he live up to hype in in the pros because he actually wasn't as good as you guys made him out to be. You know, he just he just wasn't. Like Jameis was much more of a prototypical, and you just watch him play. Like Jameis is dramatically better than Mariota, right? right. And and Mary, and it's not like Jameis Jameis is now a backup, but I don't even think currently like they have much in common. And the irony is Mariota makes more than Jameis this year, but. Like, yeah, Jameis throws picks, but he's just a better player. Well, but it also like, turned out like Gruden just loved – now, I, you go back and that the, would, the bu- would, like, would the Bucks have gone 7-9 and nine with Mariota? No. Yeah. Asking him to be Bruce – asking him to throw as much as Bruce Arians asked Jameis to throw? Couldn't, could not have done it, right? Yeah. Hey, John, let's take a moment and tell the people about Burrow. Not Joe Burrow. We'll talk about him later. This is Burrow.com slash ham. We're going to tell you about Burrow.com slash ham which gets you $75 off at burrow.com slash ham. But trust us, you're going to want to see for yourself just how cool Burrow is. I wish my sofa, when I bought it, could have been a Burrow sofa. My next one will be. 
23,000 different ways to customize your perfect sofa at burrow.com slash ham. Burrow.com slash ham, like you said, guy. They uh, have built-in USB chargers so your phone doesn't die when you're lounging. Bro is practical and is versatile. You can assemble the sofa in minutes by yourself. No tools. How about that, guy? No tools. You add or remove seats as needed. Convert a love seat into a sofa, into a sectional, and back. It's it's so simple. I, I'm with you. If I if I need a sofa right now, it, I wouldn't even hesitate. Burrow, like spelled like Joe Burrow. dot com slash ham. Go check it out. They have over twenty three thousand ways to customize your perfect sofa. You add Chase Lounge or an ottoman or both. So many different options. Just check out the website. Yeah, it comes each individual section. Uh, you know, like a section. Like my couch has whatever six different cushions, but it only came in two pieces. It's a pain in the ass. And if I want yeah, to make it, it bigger or smaller or rearrange it, I can't do it. Burrow, nope. each cushion piece, that piece comes by itself. So let's say you get a sofa with three pieces. It comes in three boxes. You pull them out. No one has to trudge into your apartment or your home. Nope. You latch them together. Great. You move to a bigger place. You don't have to get a new one. You want to add another piece like the chase. You just replace, latch it on, expand, bam, there you go. Uh, it's like Kyle Shanahan's in charge of your couch. Every uh, piece of your couch is uh, multifaceted. Plus, like the couches, they got new modular shelves. Same deal, John. You need one shelf. Yeah, give great. You get more pieces. Great. You add it on, and it all fits together. So uh, burrow.com slash ham is the answer to so many problems you have and ones you didn't know you had. Plus, you get fast and free shipping, and this is massive, zero interest financing. Woo, burrow.com slash ham. Go check it out right now, $75 off. Burrow.com slash ham, $75 off. Check out the site for details. Trust us, you, you, you haven't seen Do anything it. like it. Details, no, also like details, just like amateur is what you are in golf, but an amateur is what you are when you suck at something. Exactly. We want to talk about something that's just, it has us both in a great mood. We spent so much time talking about all the sports that we didn't have, uh, but this week is another in a building week of an incredible sports stretch, John. We've got NFL camps are open. We've got the NBA playoffs in a way that we've never had the NBA playoffs before. This feels to me like, you know, one of my favorite days of the year. One of my favorite parts of the year is early October. Birthday, yours too, early October. Yeah. Plus daytime baseball. Plus the weather's always great. Plus, you know, as a kid growing up, school was still new enough that you were hanging out with people, whatever, that you meeting that you missed over the summer. So early October is just like built into my body as a time of year that I love. But part, a big part of that is like those first few days, the wild card baseball games, daytime. I would put right up there next to early October baseball the first few days of the NCAA tournament. The NBA right now has given us the kind of the best of both worlds because we've got NBA basketball starting at 10.30 a.m., for example, on Tuesday. I love having just midday content in the back. Now, listen, oh. I've worked my entire life in football, then in radio slash podcasting, I'm a TV guy at work. Like I, I don't, I don't, I can't relate to cubicle guy with no TV. You remember the old now, boss I've, button? I, yeah, I would imagine that's changed a little bit yes. with iPads, right? Because if you just have an iPad, you can stream your TV, so it's you're always gonna have a TV with you. Now, certain probably businesses, this year is a little weird because we're all working from home, or a lot of us are. Not, not actually, we're not all. I know several people going to work. But some people just aren't allowed to have TVs, I'd, I'd imagine, at their job or just frowned upon. 
I couldn't work in that environment. But I, I love having midday content to have just on in the background. Oh, the the Milwaukee Bucks are playing the Orlando Magic. You know, it's just or I, it's why I love Thursdays and Fridays, guy golf, especially now with DraftKings. Oh, it just got whatever the you know golf tournament. Once on, you it's find in the where it is, which is fucking impossible every Thursday yeah, not, to know where to watch golf. Not easy, but it every Thursday I'm like, where's this one? Well, it usually comes on Golf Channel Sorry. around eleven or nine. No, but I want it at nine a.m. when they're playing. Eight a.m. Um, the boss contractual button, contractual obligations. Before some of you might be too young to remember this, but when the NCAA first started streaming, so this is probably I don't know ten years ago, when they would first start streaming the tournament, they would, as a joke, CBS Sports had a button where you could click it. It was called the boss button. You'd click the button while you're watching tournament games, and it would bring up a fake spreadsheet. So it was like your boss coming in. You just click the boss button, and then a fake spreadsheet pops up. Why well, I also think younger kids can't ever relate to this. Yeah. When we, you and I were 12, let's say we were sick and we couldn't go to fifth or sixth grade and we were staying at home. There were not games on in the middle of the day. Do you know what I would have paid to be sick at home and there was like a Giants game on well, in the you middle of the day? Get, or just, maybe on the right day, WGN would have a Cubs or TBS I whatever. Got, but I, I didn't have cable. I had five channels. So you were getting the prices right. You were getting uh, Sleepy and the Restless or the Love and the Restless, whatever the fuck. Yeah, you were getting those. That was a good one. You were stuck with I that. I watched a lot of Passions. I did too. But now it's you have endless options on demand to YouTube to actual games on TV. Like this is you understand the kids how spoiled they are, guy? You don't understand. <laughs> I, I would have faked being sick all the time. When I when I watch Prices Right as I had it on for like five minutes the other day, I immediately get two feelings in my body. I get the taste of Coca-Cola. Yeah. Because when I was sick as a kid, people used to give, this is my family, you'd get some, oh, your tummy's upset? Here's half, I'll get you a bottle of Coke. So I just taste Coke because I was homesick. And I, chicken pox. I think about chicken pox every time I see Price is Right because that's what I watched when I had the chicken pox. Yeah. I and mean, it's just, do you know the guy from Drew Carey's hosting that now? Well, he's Drew Carey. That's who it is. <laughs> oh, it is. oh, I was watching another His show. His name is that. Drew Carey. Yeah, who was the guy from the Drew Carey? There was another dude that Ryan, hosts another show. Ryan, the, the tall guy? Uh, who's the black guy with the goatee? Oh, He hosts uh, the show. Uh, Wayne Brady. Yeah, what it, show does he host? Um, he definitely hosts a midday show kind of like is that. Is Wayne Brady going to have to slap a bitch? Uh, I, I think he's filled in for Drew Carey before. You're right, probably. Drew Carey does just, yeah, the guy from Drew Carey. Whose line is that anyway? They were together on that too, but. Yeah, that, that was that was my show. But uh, the show's like, you don't even, guy, it just, it doesn't get any better than this. No, it doesn't. And we, so we got the FedEx Cup. I would argue, to me, one of the simplest great things in sports is the NBA Draft Lottery, which is Thursday night at 5.30. This year, they're making it even better, John. They're not dragging it out for an hour. It's only 30 minutes. And it's the I guess new lottery it, yeah. odds that we had last year, too. We're being, like, the Warriors and the... Nets and the uh, Cavs and the Timberwolves, I think, all have the best shot at the first pick, 14%, mm-hmm. which was same last year where the Cavs and the Knicks had the best shot. Neither one of them got it because it used to be you had a 25% chance. L- last year with the Knicks not getting Zion was I almost fell out of my chair because they got to the final three and then they were the third pick in a two-player draft. Two-player draft. I, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast. The lottery, I give the NBA a lot of credit. and I don't know if it was David Stern's idea originally. When I think lottery, I think David Stern. 
it's it's a made up event that's genius for TV that keeps the fourteen teams, but really like the five or six shittiest teams in your league gets them extremely excited. Like no other place, like at least in in baseball and in, in football, the team with the worst you just slot it by the team with the worst record. Like the drama is kind of in the season. Part of it by and much more in football because in baseball you don't we don't really watch college baseball. I mean we don't watch college baseball. It's not on TV. In in football, the stars in college football are huge stars because everyone by the time your team sucks by December, you know I want Joe Burrow. I want it's usually a quarterback because if your team sucks, you usually need a quarterback. In basketball, they just created this like in no other business. You know, imagine if like CNBC hosted. We got three kids. Number one guy from Stanford, number one guy from Harvard, and the sleeper from Vanderbilt. We're going to have a draft lottery between Google, Apple, and Facebook. They're all willing to pay a three-year deal worth a total of $4 million compensation and stock options to have the rights to get Billy, James, and uh, and Brandon. You know, and it's just like, it's just, it's but fucking I, I would I would add you have 11 other kids who are just going to get a shitty job, right? Yeah. Who aren't going to, they're just like, oh, sorry, you could have had the million, this $250,000 job. But, but, but you know where here this example is bad? It'd be like, okay, let's say tech's the number one company, you know, like that industry's number one in America right now. You would pick the shittiest tech company. So like you actually would not be going to Google. Google would have the last pick in the draft. It'd be like, you know, you got to go to Snapchat, but we're all going like, to sit around and watch. Does Google get the? But maybe but Google has mathematical odds of getting the first pick, or maybe Google could trade up and get it. You know, we love I just know we this. love watching people win, especially when they could lose. Right, everybody winning. Yes. It's one thing when you take the money from who wants to be a millionaire. You know what? I'm going to walk away with two hundred fifty thousand. But when you go for the million and you could lose it all, that is where it's. And to me, this is what makes it so much fun is it's not the teams that are happy. <laughs> like, their fans are fired up. Everybody goes into this thing thinking maybe, maybe, just maybe. It's the feeling I have every time I golf where it's like, maybe today's the day I figure it all out. And then I don't. But it's an emotional roller coaster. For the rest of us, it's watching people suffer with really no true consequences. No one's sleeping outside tonight when they I'd say the here's, the, here's the curveball this year, though. There is going to be some animosity if the Golden State Warriors get the number one overall pick. Sure, right. There, but there the is other issue be, is we there is not a Zion or a Job ja Morant. No, but there is going to be some jealousy. Like they tank the season. You're you're right. It would be ten times worse if there was like a can't miss. If there was an Anthony Davis in this draft, right, or Zion, or just someone that felt like was going to be a legit a Greg Oden, right. And it doesn't always turn out that way. I still think they'll be like, oh my God, the Golden State Warriors got the number one overall pick in the draft. Yeah. It'll look bad. And, and and who's the guy in the Zoom meeting or the Zoom? It's Steph going like this. <laughs> now, the Warriors might trade the pick or whatever. And, and you're right. Who know? This year, it does feel like no one knows anything. Bob Myers said if you've watched Moneyball, it's going to be a mixture of the analytics meets. What's the guy's girlfriend, you know, act like? Like it's, you know, the Billy Bean. Yeah, the good-looking players the, have are more confident. Good-looking guys with good-looking girlfriends, you should be have more swag. impressive because they're more confident guys. Yeah, he's like, we're, we're more than likely we're going to be drafting a guy we've never met in person, which is in itself insane. Or right? or seen play live. 
or seen play like live. That he had, like lo- maybe a scout seen him, but he maybe hasn't seen the guy. Yeah, because did any of these guys like in the? T- I guess well, Anthony yeah, Edwards but maybe played. we're planning to use the NCAA tournament to go watch somebody, whatever. The SEC tournament, all the t- conference tournaments, got all got canceled. The, yeah, you're right. The workout, no combine. Yeah, it sucks. Would you say worst year to ever have that? You, you could, if I was Bob Myers, I'd push back. Listen, guys, it's the shittiest year in the history of the league to ever have the number one. Absolutely, pick. You, and that that'd be fair. Absolutely. Now, if the guy turns out to be a star, people are gonna be pissed. Now you'd you'd also look back at the Warriors drafting. I would say they've had a lot more misses than hits since the since the crew, right? <laughs> since Clay, Draymond, and Steph, they've had and Draymond. They've had yeah. some swings. Oh, they've Draymond, had some swings yeah. and misses of just you know some. Even Harrison the, Barnes, say what you want, like he was a really good player for them for a critical. That's 2012, of though. No, no, I, I understand. I mean, I'm just including him in the. The, the, there's a lot of dudes from Cincinnati and and dudes from random schools still early. That just sucked. Still early on those yeah, guys, but, but yeah, the guy from Cincinnati's not on the team anymore. Jacob Evans, uh, no. Um. So, what when is the actual draft? October, like mid October. Yeah, I, I think. think early October. Yeah, lottery's better than the draft. If the NFL, what would the, what would happen in the NFL if they had a lottery? Well, I think I think that it'd be insane. The biggest difference I'd say between the college basketball draft is it does feel like you know the first couple picks always. In football, you definitely know the first pick, but then it, there's always question marks. And just a lot of fireworks happen in the NFL draft, wouldn't you say, between like pick five and 20? Just trades and just, whoa, they took that guy? You know, we're in basketball, I think we all acknowledge it is just, you're just kind of swinging. You know, it's not like you can't quote sure. unquote I, overdraft I just, guys. The, com- the the lottery is like you could not make up an easier thing for anybody who doesn't know anything to follow, right? You could watch yeah. zero NBA all year and zero college basketball, be like, you know, when my team's good, I'm interested. Lottery's on, sweet. Warriors won it. All right. I agree. So it's just incredible. To me, it's the most basic, incredible content that sports. Provides. What's your guess on where the Warriors finish in the lottery? I don't know. Let me flip a coin. Uh Feels like they've got a lot going for them. It feels like one's a little too good to be true. It feels like two or three is yeah, like two a sweet or three. spot. Yeah. I think if I'm them and I get the second or third pick, I, like that would feel like a win, I think, just given the odds are so much more difficult. Last year, the teams that got one and two were both teams with 6% chances, right? Memphis and New Orleans. Yeah, the, the Grizzlies should have been like nine. Who so, had one? New Orleans. Oh, the, yeah, the Pelicans. You're saying they had a 6% chance? Yeah. I think the lowest the Warriors can finish is five, right? I'd say five would suck. You tanked all year. Five would suck. Because it, it used to be the lowest you could finish is three, and then they put in the tanking odds. Five would suck. You suck that much to get the fifth pick. And the irony, though, is that fifth guy you take five could be better than the guy you, could be. you take one. But no doubt. It won't, it won't feel like that on lottery night, right? Incredible week. I mean, just this is what we're talking about. There's just so much easy, visceral joy or pain riding this week. So I agree. Enjoy Can't wait. Couple uh, funny NFL camp stories to get to, John, uh, coming up. Before we do, though, go to LinkedIn.com slash ham. You are looking for the right people for your job. That has not changed. In fact, it's probably more important than it's ever been. Right now, every hire you make, so much riding on it. So get the right person by going to LinkedIn.com slash ham. When you do that, you also get $50 off your first job post. Yep, LinkedIn.com slash ham. 
LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 690 million members. LinkedIn Jobs screens the hard and soft skills. They find exactly who you're looking for. Puts job posts in front of qualified members every day so the people uh, that you want to see that are looking for jobs like yours see the actual jobs. That's how LinkedIn can help you get the right person a lot faster, guy. When your business is ready to make the next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Visit linkedin.com slash ham, linkedin.com slash ham. Get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn.com slash ham. Go get it. Get on it. All right, something we got to talk about, John. Uh, Great thing about NFL camps opening is there's just gifts and videos nonstop of people doing all kinds of things. Receivers beating single coverage with no safety help. Offensive linemen who have to start on all fours getting beat by, I don't even know if it's the first string or the third string. Who That was Chase Young, right? Yeah, Chase Young, number two pick in the draft. And I and Jeff, what did Jeff Short's tweet? Uh, he didn't know left tackles or right tackles got down in four-point stances. Uh, this uh, Is this video been the best one? Joe Burrow running for his life. Look at this video. Burrow has... One, two, three, four, five, I think six guys chasing him. I mean, I get his training camp, and I get that we got a lot of new people trying to figure stuff out. That's an alarming video. I love the caption on this video that said, LMAO, laugh my ass off, bro, you know, got to turn this season in for COVID reasons. Like, get the fuck gotta out of Got to bail there. on You're the gonna season get for COVID concerns, yeah. The guy, five the, guys, John. Is, no offensive lineman to be found. I would say the Bengals are clearly going to be in the running with the Giants for the worst team in the league. And I think Joe Burrow, who just left, is it safe to say the greatest college team of all time? Uh, like, I, I, mean, I don't that? know if it's safe, but it arguably, yes. To one of the worst teams in recent memory in the league. I mean, they just went two and 14. They were just certainly one of the worst co- franchises in the NFL. We have no clue if the coach is any good. Uh, I, I just kind of feel bad for the kid. And, and listen, I know we got a ton of money. He went number one overall, but it could be a bloodbath for the guy. He, I mean, to me, it's it's one thing if – who knows if he's going to be good enough to be a player. We've heard stories that that first year, you can just get your brains beaten in and you're never the same. He could get killed, guy. Well, if that's what it's going to look like, it, what they're – I mean, what, the Steelers, I think the defensive player of the year or one of them – I guess it was Stephon Gilmore, but J.J. Watt's brother Derek, the Wink Martindale, and the and the uh, and the Ravens are loaded. Last I checked, the Browns gave a defensive lineman a hundred million dollars. I guess it's a pretty defensive loaded division, right? Yeah. <laughs> I I heard somebody make the point. I don't know the guy's name. I, I he goes on uh, NFL radio every week and does offensive line breakdowns. And I was listening to it. Paul Alexander. Paul Alexander. Thank you. He's phenomenal. Like, I, I heard it for the first time, and I thought, no one's going to make offensive line play understandable over the radio. But he did. they just let him go, and he just goes and explains and explains. One thing he said was, because there are no fans, the microphones that are on the field, and we've already seen it with baseball, we've seen it with golf, it's picking up nothing but F-bombs, John, like nonstop F-bombs, right? We can hear so much stuff. He said, being able, when you are preparing – for a team to hear clearly everybody's line calls is going to be a real disadvantage 
for offensive lines. A real disadvantage. He would be, t- as an offensive line coach, he would be scared of this. So uh, this puts this guy at an even greater disadvantage if all offensive lines are going to be a disadvantage. And the one he's working with now can't even protect him in practice. Guy, I would bet the farm, the house, the life savings, the car, and everything you own that a man in New England named William Belichick What's his middle name? Will not personally just watch the the games on the TV copy. They will have a designated scout or two that will break down every single call. And they'll go, hey, we ain't cheating. We're just watching the fucking TV copy. A fan at home heard it. And they will know all the calls on everything. And there's going to be a level of, how's the football? I actually think baseball and basketball have done a pretty good job of this with the crowd noise. We've gone back and forth. I still don't know if the players can hear that or not. The fake I, crowd noise? I, I don't think they can hear it. So you think it's completely quiet in that gym for them? The stadium, yeah. yeah. Baseball stadium. And same with, same with basketball. They don't hear the ambient noise. Basketball, I'm not sure because I think some of it might be real. I, I, basketball, I don't some know. Some of it might be coming from the, yeah. The, I don't know. Somebody football, tell me in the comments. It's going to be a lot more difficult where if you, regardless of what you can hear on the field, I guess if it's a one-off opponent, it won't really matter. If it's not a one-off opponent, you would have a guy on the sideline taking notes, right? What are they yelling? What are they calling mm-hmm. on the play? Mm-hmm. That you might not normally, if there's seventy thousand people, the echo in a stadium. If there are no fans, I think we saw today the Chiefs are going to have some fans. Who? But a lot of the like the Titans said they're not going to have fans. We know the Niners won't be able to have fans. That's going to be a huge competitive advantage, guy, or I mean, not even a disadvantage, but an advantage for. And now everyone's following the same rules. Everyone's going to be have to be able to do this. But I'm just saying, like in the rules of like, no, I know, I know. No one's breaking them by reading it down. You writing it down, but you know that the Belichick's going to be—he's the first guy I think of that's going to try to take advantage of this shit. Pray for Joe Burrow's soul, John. Yeah, don't get killed, Joe. Don't get killed. Godspeed. I really kind of believe that he shouldn't have gone there. Yeah, I do too. You know, I th- I thought the I'm same just, thing about Baker the year before, but it's yeah, but th- that team at least had some. You're like, okay, I can see how the Browns could be good. Yeah, I, I, I would have, if he was my child, if I was his representation, I would have held out. Now, I it's guess. It's different. He's listen, from it, Ohio. It, he's you know, from, it it mean, when, you're, when you're from an area, it means something to you. I don't think he probably looks at the Bengals like we do. I don't know how you would look at them seriously, though, coming from Ohio State and LSU. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Now, things change, right? Remember, Leinert was adamant, and Pete Carroll, like, they laughed at going to the Niners. Think how weird that sounds uh, yeah. 15 years later. Yeah. Uh, other camp story, a hold, we've got a hold in, John. Melvin, don't call me Gordon Ingram, is with the Chargers, but he's holding out. So as Mike Tannenbaum said the other day, prepare for a hold in. We've got a hold in. This is a weird one because he's going to be a free agent. He showed up in Hard Knocks, right? He came in that weird car. He showed up in Hard Knocks. So he's there. He's on the field with Joey. Yeah. What I read today is that he just doesn't participate in practice. He goes to the walkthroughs. He goes to the meetings. He goes to the lifts, and he eats. But when they go out to the field in their pads and their helmets, he says no. What does he do? So what, I, what I'm wondering is does he like – on uh, Instagram? Yeah, as they head out to practice, is he like, see, guys, I'm going to the car. Remember how Namdi used to eat in the car? Nandi's got story? something coming out, by the way. 
Yeah, he's, he's become an actor. Shocker. That's a pretty big red flag. It's one thing like Howie Long. Beca- like I don't view like Howie Long becoming an actor and Namdi becoming the actor as the same, right? I think he's like producing something though. No, you're right. You're right. But yeah, I mean, anyway, I just I what I just wonder what he does. Like, does hey guys, out? like see ya. Like, hey bro, like are you gonna come with us? It, to me, it'd be one thing if he was making like five million dollars. He's making fourteen, guy. Unguaranteed at what? this point, though, John. Yeah, but if he's on the roster week one, which he will be, it's fully guaranteed. Yeah, I, I when when guys start holding out at fourteen million dollars, you know the business is booming. Like that's we've heard, you know, Dak, George, uh, Melvin Gordon, a running back. So you got it. Like this guy's already been paid huge cash, fourteen million. Now is he a twenty million dollar guy? I'd, I'd have to really dive back in. The, he had seven sacks last year. It's not like he's coming off a fifteen sack season. I don't think he's a twenty million dollar. I mean, I mean he's. Yeah, he's a good player, but he's not $20 million. Now, does he want so, 20 or does he just want 14 each year for the next four years, right? I mean, his last, Yeah, if you're him, you probably just want a contract extension. His last right? contract was, what, four years and 66? So he's not looking for so, $20 million a year. Yeah, so he was he was making good cash. He then. was. And what's that, like 15? 16? You know, I think this is the lowest amount he's made because the bonus money's all run out now. And it's unguaranteed, and now he's, he's going to play it. as a thirty-one-year-old, and he's going to become a free agent if he makes if through the season healthy or whatever. Would Joey you put got this paid. guy in the block? Huh? Would you put this guy in the trading block? Yes. Could, do you think I could get a first rounder for him? Uh, thirty-one. I would not. I, I don't needs think to get paid. How much guys second rounder? Up. I mean, what D Ford got? A, Niners give up a second rounder for D Ford. I would the Niners would rather have Melvin Ingram than D Ford. I'll promise you that much. So, yeah, I'd say I'd say maybe get a second. The problem if, if you you're give the me Chargers like a player or two, like you don't you do not want to suck this year. No, you want him on your team. Like you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. You're just trying to have him play Could this they, year out. Remember they number. tagged him the last time before they paid him a long time ago. Yeah, can they tag him again after uh, this yeah. year? Yeah, the tags are they don't run out. So. He's in a weird spot. He's made a ton of money. He was a first-round pick. I just think it's – I was thinking about this today, where, where I don't – money's all relative, and I think where you go, even if you acknowledge if you're him, Joey's a better player than me. I've been here longer. I've fucking gone to the mat for all you guys for, you know, seven, eight years. I just want a raise and an extension where I just saw you take care of this guy that I practice with every day. I've seen you guys take care of other guys on this team. And I think he also knows that is there an element of that team's just really cheap? Like they are a team that just franchises guys. Like they, when I think like who franchises players and then lets them play on the franchise tag, I go, Chargers. They're doing it right now with Hunter Henry. Now, in fairness to the Chargers, like Hunter's been hurt. It's not, there's risk there. Like I, I can't fault them for Hunter Henry should be lucky that he's getting paid 11 million dollars to play a season right maybe he'd push back well let me hit the open market see how much i'd get and maybe he'd be right yeah melvin is right like let me hit the open market see how much i'm worth i bet it's more than 14 well, they're million. kind of saying oh yeah we'll let you at the open market well yeah you're under contract play this season they, they, but don't they just always have issues with players they do i think the do you real think, do you think it's a distrust at the top I mean, as it turned out, the issue that they had with Joey, probably everybody would have had, and then they paid him, and just like the Niners had to do it with Nick, right? Like, Joey probably would have happened with every team, the way it happened. Yeah. 
So the Bosa's are like, bro, you're slotted. Yeah, we just want something. We just want it early. Well, but a yeah, part of it was we want the money now. Yeah. We want it now. I, and Dean's like, no, I want the money now because it's my money and I love looking at my bank account because I'm not going to spend it. I think part of this Ingram story, though, part it's not just about what is it's not just about Melvin Ingram. It's what is a, how does a hold in affect a hold out? Like, can you hold in as effectively as you hold out when you're not around the guys, when you're not in the facility? Right. It's like, I, I'm going to come I, but, with you guys to the bar, but I'm not having any beers tonight. But then, like, after a couple rounds, you're like, well, I'll have one. You know, like, is he just going to, is this going to be as effective of a holdout or not? Well, yeah, is he going to, because they're going to be like, well, are you eventually going to play? Like, we got, I don't even, let's or say. Or does he turn to his agent and just go like, all right, I've been doing that. You know what, I just want to get on the field. Just get me on the field. Yeah, but what if his agent's, well, there's no new money. What have you been holding out for or holding in? Yeah, I don't. That's it's where. Just, it's but weird. I bet he's saying like, "Well, you listen, I'm I'm going to the meetings. I'm taking good notes. You see me in the. I'm I'm one of the first guys here lifting. I'm doing the right thing. I'm like, just I'm saying, a good guy. If, I'm not if, a bad guy. If you are the company, I'm not a bad guy. I would feel better about winning my contractual dispute if the guy that's quote unquote holding out is coming to work every day, even though he's not doing. Well, remember. Well, God, it God, it does feel like the Chargers have these a lot. I mean, they had one last year with Melvin Gordon, who held out. Off the top of my head, it feels like week six or and seven. It didn't Remember, go great it was like for him. Melvin's back, right? Well, no. He, then he Melvin hits the Broncos. open market. Yeah, and he gets not that much money. I I think it's really really difficult unless you're an elite player like Joey's level, Jamal's level, Jalen Ramsey's level, Kittle's level. You just don't have any leverage. Like I, Melvin Gordon or Melvin Ingram, Melvin Gordon. Don't call him Ingram. He's Ingram. Uh, for being a really good player and a three-time Pro Bowler, really doesn't have that much leverage, right? I, it kind of sucks being an NFL player, even though it doesn't because he's made probably 50, 60, 70 million dollars in his life. Like, his life doesn't suck. Would you drive that car that he drove up to Hard Knocks? What is that thing? I don't even remind me what it looked like. Was it like a Batmobile? Yeah, kind of like a Batmobile. It was like a, it looked like a plane, but on with wheels. You know, like the three little, like the wheels are on the side. Oh, the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that what, uh, what's his name? The running back from the Bears drove the yeah. two years ago or last w- year? Well, he, he Cohen, showed up. Tariq Cohen? Yeah, at the, uh, wherever they have camp at the college and was like pulling wheelies in the deal and he got in Sped trouble. Sped by the media like, and then drove on to, he didn't, remember he went like <laughs> through campus <laughs> on a, on a, pri- on a, 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 a pedestrian walkway? Yeah, he could have killed someone. Like, remember, he kind of lost, like, yes. like he, 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 he was, like, peeling out, and then he went up on the sidewalk, and people were like, Jesus Christ. And then Matt Nagy the next day was like, yeah, we had to, we had to talk with him. Uh, man. All right, uh, restaurant time. DM us restaurants, places you like, places you work at. We are all about supporting local spots. Um, I got one. I got to go find it now, though, John. I saw you McDonald's? ate it. While I'm looking for it, I saw you ate at Kinder's the other day. I ate at Kinder's, Kinder's yesterday. Favorite. It was chicken sandwich. I got a little... Uh, I love a macaroni salad when I'm eating like a barbecue sandwich because I like doing a dip. Mm. I like dipping my sandwich mm. in and even get some of the macaroni pieces. You, I put it on the end. I don't, how about... Do they have coleslaw? Can you put it in the sandwich? They have, they have coleslaw. You could easily do that. I, I'm, I'm a macaroni salad guy when I go with a barbecue sandwich. And because then it has like the mayonnaise mix and you can kind of dip some of that. You could even put some of that on your sandwich. It's just, you just take every bite and you go, God, I'm a fat fuck that I love to eat. Like I can't imagine whenever I hear like 
you know, his, his dad or this guy's boyfriend. He's a big health nut. Listen, I, I, I understand that health is wealth, but I, I struggle with when I eat healthy for a day, guy, when I eat a healthy dinner, do you know what I notice? What's that? I wake up starving. <laughs> I wake up so hungry if I just eat like grilled chicken and a salad. When I wake up, I just feel like I got to eat. I mean, I got to eat. And then it usually turns into dirty. No, there's no more dirty eating than if you do a radio show at 6 a.m., meaning you get up at 4 a.m. Whenever I have oh. to get up before like 5 a.m., I, I fiend the dirtiest food by, you know, that. When you're waking up, I'd say before 6, lunch in your head. Like, can turns I have a hamburger at 1030? 10. Maybe I can. Yeah. Taco yeah, Bell that eat. early? You want to eat. You find it? Uh, no. Hold on. Uh, send us your DMs though for uh, food places. What was the last one? Palmar from uh, Sack. Yeah, that was the Sack place. I really got it. Kinders and friends. DMs. It's hard, you know. The DMs. There's a lot of DMs going, and once you look at one, you don't have it up. You can't oh, find you it. You know what it was? I think it was a comment. Maybe this ended up as a comment on something, and then you start having a conversation on a comment, and then that's how it ends up. Here we go. Uh, no, that's not it. God damn it. Well, send, shoot it again to guy. Yeah. Send me, DM me your restaurants. Where'd you go to dinner last night? I ate at home. What'd you guys eat? Uh, pasta salad. And, uh, what was yesterday? Monday? I had a big lunch, which is why. What'd you eat for lunch? Maybe it was a late lunch. What did I end up eating yesterday? Oh, yeah. I had a chicken wrap. It, like, remember I talked to you? I, it was like at 2 in the afternoon. That's why. So then last night I just had fruit salad, which sneaky. Your grandma used to give it to you as dessert, and you'd be like, what the fuck? Where's the cake? But now it's like hot. Fruit salad's fantastic. Yeah. Did you go fork or spoon? It's big spoon guy in the minority. 80% yeah, of respondents I, on Instagram said fork. I don't get it. I go for I go for spoon with, is or just or like I a use shovel. My... Spo- a spoon is a shovel. I just shovel it right into my face. <clears throat> I also I, I I how about this? Can you use your hands with fruit salad? Uh, you have no. like banana pieces, little apples. No, I mean you you could. It's just wet. You know, I get watermelon in there. Yeah, true. So, but I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm a fork guy. I, I saw that was uh was up for debate on your Instagram. <laughs> Where the fuck is this anyway? Yeah, whatever. We'll get to another one next time. All right, on that note. Godspeed. See ya. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.